A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. I definitely would not call anyone jerks for choosing not to, but... Could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first story of the day is by Zealous Ideal Shape 693 Am I the jerk for bringing my roommate home with me? Our college shut down for Christmas a few days ago. My roommate was awfully calm during the exams and didn't care at all that we had really difficult examination. I know she has difficult relationships with her family. She gets upset and yells at them every time they call. I've never heard her raise her voice with anyone else. We got drunk after the exams, and she confessed that she didn't want to go home and that she'd thrown up in the morning from the thought of going home. I also had noticed that she wasn't sleeping for the last few days and was very fidgety. She actually started to cry and said she hated the thought of going back there and would have stayed if she had gotten the hours at work to save up. She is the sweetest person in the world. I'm going to get good grades because she spent hours helping me. I was so excited to go home while she was thinking about staying back and crying about it. I couldn't let her go back. I called mom and asked her if I could invite her over. Mom agreed and I convinced her to come back with me. It was pretty sudden but dad had somebody pick me up and we got home in two days. It's a bit awkward but she's doing okay and she's actually slept well. I think my brother found out about it and he called me. He said I always wanted the attention on me and he was going to visit after three years and I still had to bring home my roommate. He then yelled at me because now he has to put up with someone he didn't know during Christmas. I feel like a jerk because my brother's very awkward around new people and I didn't even think about him when I invited her back to our home. I'm sorry to OP's brother but them not doing well around people is really their personal issue. I definitely understand not being socially outgoing because that's who I am too. But I definitely think that kind of thing can only really influence what you choose to do yourself and shouldn't have to have any necessary bearing on what your family does on a holiday season. So although OP brought the roommate all of a sudden, invited them out of nowhere to stay with them for Christmas with their family, I think they removed them from what was going to be a bad situation for the roommate, and overall it's a great thing and OP's not the jerk. What do you guys think? Does OP's sudden invitation to the roommate without ever thinking about their brother make OP a jerk? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Gamma BA. Am I the jerk I didn't go to see my ex at the hospital? I and my ex divorced five months ago because she came out as lesbian. I didn't want the baby when she came out to me because I felt it would be awkward for us to co-parent and I didn't want any contact with her. However, she wanted to keep the baby, so I accepted her decision and didn't want to talk about it anymore. A few weeks ago, the baby was premature by nearly two months and turned out to be stillborn. I was in a business meeting, so I texted her saying I was sorry for her loss and had flowers sent to her. Her girlfriend and family have been calling and texting me since then saying I'm a heartless jerk for not going to meet her at the hospital after such a traumatic experience. My ex called me and said that I must be really happy that I got what I originally wanted. To be honest, although I feel sorry for her loss, I am relieved that we don't have to stay in contact with each other anymore and I can move on from her. Am I the jerk? 
Well, in my eyes, you fell out of love with the person. You expressed how you wanted things to go. From all accounts, it appears you were going to hold up your end of whatever you needed to do. And although you made it clear you guys were separate and it's just not what you wanted, when such a sad thing happened during the pregnancy, they still tried to turn to you for support after you'd already made it clear that distancing yourself was what you wanted, you didn't want any part of it. It just strikes me as odd that they expected OP to have some kind of big act of regret, of sorrow, of support. I think OP's not the jerk because they did what they could do in the moment. They gave them their condolences. And I think this is more their side not being able to accept that they're separate and OP distanced themselves. In a situation like that, OP's not going to go out of their way to go there and be with them in that moment. Just because they're not together, it's just not like that. This next story is by Throwaway, Dad is a Doof. Am I the jerk for selling my PS5 rather than sharing it with my stepbrothers? I'm 15 years old male. My mom and dad met and briefly dated while they were both studying at uni. My mom gave birth to me after they'd broken up and had to sue my dad for child support. I was raised by my mom and had virtually nothing to do with my dad throughout my childhood. My mom was an international student and her family cut ties with her due to the circumstances of my birth. Tragically, two years ago, I lost my mom to cancer and thus I was placed under the care of my dad. My dad's remarried and has two sons, five and seven, with his wife. It wasn't a bad arrangement at first, but we were all essentially strangers. I was given a bedroom to myself and we shared some meals, but other than that, kept to myself. About 10 months ago, I was lucky enough to score a casual job at an aged care facility as IT support. It was stupid easy money as it involves installing and maintaining a dozen or so common PCs used by the residents, plus running basic computing workshops. I ended up accruing a whole lot of disposable income in a short time. Stupidly, instead of just keeping quiet about it, I decked out my room with a new TV, headphones, and a PS5. Obviously, this setup was of great interest to my two stepbrothers. Initially, my rule was that they could play the PS5 anytime I wasn't using it, but I would get first dibs if I wanted to play or use my TV. I was also super accommodating by buying an extra controller, which I didn't need, and several kid-friendly games that they wanted to play. I eventually had to change the rule to only play when I was there, because the five-year-old destroyed one of my controllers by spilling juice on it. This is where the drama started. They whined to my parents, who then ordered me to place the PS5 in the living room. I refused, saying that I'd purchased it with my own money. This led to their argument that I have too much money and should contribute rent, utilities, and food money. I called their bluff and said, sure, drop a contract and I'll get a lawyer to review it to ensure it complies with the Family Law Act. My dad then told the boys that he was going to buy a separate PS5 for the boys for Christmas, but the dude's clueless about the global shortage. Finally, last night, after realizing that he had zero chance of buying one for close to retail price, my dad threatened me to either voluntarily gift my PS5 to the boys for Christmas, or he would toss it in the bin while I was at school. I was so pissed that I went on the Facebook marketplace and sold the PS5. The boys found out today and were devastated. I feel really bad because they shouldn't be punished for this crap show. My parents are in their room talking about me and I'm here sitting in my room. Am I the jerk? How could I have handled this better? So OP is definitely not the jerk in this situation. OP is 15 years old, went out there, worked for their money and surprise, 
spent some of it on stuff they wanted. You don't have to share it with your stepbrothers. And the dads are just frustrated because they can't bully you into just giving it up or just accepting the stepbrothers rampaging through your stuff and destroying it. And as much as it sucks having to have gone and sold it, I think OP doing that is really awesome because it doesn't give the dad any leeway. Keep on making sure that he doesn't have any of that power over you, even when he's pulling threats. All I can say to OP is keep saving up and keep grinding, just make sure you got an account that they can't touch. Our next story is by Wonder one Am I the jerk for telling my fiancé if I see her friend again, I'm calling the cops? Me, 29-year-old male, and Erica, 27-year-old female, dated for two years and have been engaged the last four months. After we got engaged, Erica moved into my house. I still pay the mortgage while she pays for utilities, groceries, and household items. After we get married, the plan is to put her on the house so she gets equity as well. Her friend Leah, 27-year-old female, and her have been best friends since high school. I don't particularly like Leah, but have also been cordial as I know she's going to be in my life. My issue is, Leah thinks of my home as hers. Couple examples. She always brings her boyfriend over and he's a sketchball. She talks to me in a very disrespectful way in my own house, like I'm a guest and she slash Erica owns it. One day I went out to my garage and some of my tools were missing. I checked my camera and Leah slash boyfriend were in my garage with Erica and took some tools with them. I asked Erica and she said they were just borrowing and would return them. I had to reach out multiple times for them to finally return the tools weeks later. I have a nice wine slash liquor collection and I was working late one Friday. While working, I heard some clanking of bottles together. Erica wasn't home so I went out to see what was up. Leah was behind my bar. I asked what she was doing and she said that Erica told her it was okay to borrow a bottle of wine for her party and that she would pay it back. I told her no, that wasn't alright and to leave. I asked Erica about this and she said I don't remember telling Leah she could take a bottle, but I might have, I don't remember. I told her at this point I wasn't comfortable with Leah being in my house. Erica sorta understood but also blew me off. Final straw came when I wanted to go hit some golf balls and my clubs were missing. I freaked out because I golf regularly and my clubs are my biggest investment. Went to check the camera again and Leah used my garage code and took the clubs. I blew up, called Erica, and told her to get them back immediately. Erica said Leah had asked for the garage code to grab some clothes from her closet and not my clubs. I threatened to call the police, but Erica stopped me. Leah kept telling me that her boyfriend needed them for a work thing. I got them back almost four days after they were taken, and they were dirty. At this point, I sat Erica down and told her that if I see Leah in my house again, then I'm calling the cops. No discussion. Erica got upset, saying that it's her best friend and that wasn't fair to do in our house. I said, it's a pattern, and since Erica's stuff isn't affected, she doesn't care. I said, she can go to Leah's if she wants to see her. She said she can't do this because Leah doesn't like her apartment and Leah's boyfriend is always there, which makes Erica uncomfortable. I'm now getting the silent treatment and getting called a jerk, but I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. Am I the jerk? Absolutely not the jerk. Long time friend or not, they are coming over to your house and stealing from you. And the person you're engaged to is refusing to see the seriousness of it? They've got some real long time friendship blinders on, but like, in my opinion, they either need to snap out of it, or I feel like OP's really going to have to figure out what they want here. 
because that just can't keep happening in my eyes. Imagine having gone through all of this, Erica refuses, and then you put her on the deed to the house. And then they actually have a say on who can and can't be there. Our next story is by an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for going on vacation after my boyfriend's grandma died? My boyfriend's grandma passed away four months ago, and he's been really depressed about it. There's also been family fighting regarding the inheritance, and it looks like the majority is going to his uncle, not his mom, so there's been some screaming matches over the phone. We booked our vacation for the beginning of each year, and it can't be changed. I only have two weeks, which I normally leave off the end of December. We were going to Florida to meet with my family and spend the holidays in Miami. Last night, my boyfriend said he doesn't want to go to Miami and wants me to stay home with him. I haven't seen my family since the pandemic and really want to leave our depressing apartment for something nice. I supported him through his grandma's passing, but I really want some time to enjoy time with my family. And if we don't go, all the plane tickets and hotels will be forfeited. I told him he can stay if he wants, but I want to go see my family. He got really angry and yelled at me for being selfish and only wanting to go enjoy the weather while his grandma died. I feel kind of guilty for leaving, but if I don't, I won't get to see my family for another year. I definitely think OP's not the jerk here. First of all, the vacation was already pre-planned. It was four months after the passing, which nobody's trying to rush anybody and it's totally acceptable to still be grieving after that time. But I feel like even if you are still grieving, you need to know that four months is way more than an expectation that you can have to be able to influence somebody who has no relation to the deceased person or really expect them to drop things or go out of their way to help your grieving. OP sounds like they were willing to do what they could and still make this pre-planned family visit that they only get once a year and four months after the passing, if there's no compromise to be had, I don't think OP's the jerk for it. And our final story of the days by Anywhere234, Am I the jerk for moving and refusing to tell my ex where I live? When we found out I was pregnant, my ex made it abundantly clear he had no interest in having a child or being a father. I kept the baby and we came to an agreement where he would financially help me, and in return, I would stay away and not cause any trouble for him. He never once wanted to meet our son, who's three, until three months ago. His change of heart happened because his father's sick and expressed worry about never seeing my ex having a family of his own. My ex wants to introduce our son to him in the hopes it helps him recover, which I think is an awful idea for several reasons. The first being his family have no idea we have a child, and I think this is a terrible time to tell them. The second is my son has never even met his dad, so I'm not willing to throw him into the middle of this when my ex can't even give me a straight answer on if he wants to be involved independently of what's going on with his dad and how long his sudden desire for fatherhood is going to last. The last is we have an agreement that works. And I don't want to change things when it could just hurt my son and complicate things. The house I was living in was completely funded by my ex. Without his help, I would have never have been able to afford it. I also realized that put me in a very vulnerable position now that he wanted things I wasn't willing to agree to. So I moved. When my ex realized and asked me where I was living now, I refused to tell him because I don't want him to just show up and introduce himself to my son without my agreement. My ex is obviously pissed and is now accusing me of trying to keep our son away from him. Am I the jerk? I think OP is totally in the right to be on guard and kind of on edge about this because 
this guy did declare that they had no interest in being around in the kid's life. And you can very clearly see how their father being sick and him being convinced that his father seeing the happy family might rejuvenate them kind of seems like a spur of the moment energized enthusiastic thing that's just gonna wear off especially if it wasn't the miracle cure he's after. Also, it's kind of sketchy that they realized, and after only realizing, they ask where they live. That kind of makes me wonder, did they already try just showing up randomly trying to introduce themselves? The suddenness of it, the erraticness of it, I would be pretty on edge too. I think OP's not a jerk, and I hope OP stays safe. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel, and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 